I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. So the Cowboys are already in Oxnard, California, right? Outside of Los Angeles. And then Saints camp starts tomorrow. Um, Jerry Jones. Only Jerry, right? Flies across the country every year to do summer camp to uh, add to the Cowboys fan base. And only Jerry signed Zeke Elliott to $100 million. And look what's happening now. Uh, Even the teams that aren't any good in the front office are not. Uh, even the teams that aren't good, that don't make good decisions, are not signing running backs. Other than the Cleveland Browns. Sorry, NFL Chuck. But, um, you know, they signed, the last one was Nick Chubb, who's a good player, right? Out of Georgia. I mean, Chubb's a good player. Um, but the, they're not going to pay the position. Jerry Jones, does this tell you anything about Jerry Jones if the Cleveland Browns were the last team to do this? And Jerry Jones was the one before that. What does that tell you about the way they run their organization? It tells you Dak Prescott and Tony Romo Romo were and are amazing, considering, you know? But uh, I thought somebody made a great point this morning. Um, The bottom line is NFL teams want to rent, not buy running backs anymore. And quite frankly, it's the right way to go. This new Saquon contract is there's nothing to it. I mean, you know, they gave him a little upfront money. He's going to training camp. You know, yippee doo. He doesn't need to go to training camp. And they, you know, threw an incentive or two in there. But the bottom line is it, it wasn't a big win. We have Mike Detillier on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike D joins us on ESPN 1059 The Zone. 
and the Out of Bounds show. Mike, I don't, I, I think you'll remember these two players, but I got to throw it out to you. We, we've got the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame um, this weekend. And yesterday I interviewed uh, Lewis Tillman from Jackson State, played for the Giants, and Jeff Harrod from Ole Miss, who played uh, for the Colts. Do you remember those two guys, Mike D? Yes, sir. I sure do. Man, Jeff was one tough guy, great instincts, loved the game, gave you everything he had on every play. And and that that's what you want from a player, productive. Um, and so, but, man, he was a the type of player you want to build your defense around. Because he had that that special quality about him as a player. He had that special quality. Really did. And so, uh, you know, and he made this uh, pretty nice NFL career, too. Yeah, he he did. Uh, We were talking about this, Mike D. We had kind of back-to-back guys from Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Johnny Cooks, who when I was a kid, I thought he walked on water. And Jeff Harrod both went to the Colts, but it was it was before Peyton would get there, and Bill Polian and you know Dun you know Morris Senior did a and good job. Uh, Dungey and so on. at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And he was betting more on baseball than he was making money. So, uh, <laughs> man, uh, Art, man, I, I got some Art Lista stories, man. Uh, if you want to hear some, uh, uh, get John Forkate on. Oh man! Get four K on. He he's got some good ones. Uh, John and I did about nine years of uh, TV together, and uh, he he's he's got some really good arts Lisa stories. Love it. Uh, also, another inductee is um, two more that I want to because you've been following the NFL for a long time. Um, John Mangum, who played at the University of Alabama and with the Chicago Bears. His son is Jake Mangum, who was an iconic player at Mississippi State, now with the Mets organization. Do you remember John Mangum, Mike D? Tight end. And, and, uh, oh, no, that was his uh, brother. Mangum played safety. I was the brother. I was the brother. Yeah. And then Patrick Sertain is another one that's going into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame this weekend. Well, the shameful part about Patrick Sertain is he's not in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. He's from Louisiana. And uh, he's not in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. I have fought for that for years. But a uh, Louisiana kid who... Uh, LSU wanted to sign him, and there was maybe some academics that kind of held that back and then he goes to southern miss unbelievable player at southern miss and he becomes man a stellar player not only with the dolphins but also with kansas city chiefs mm-hmm. and so I, I, I don't know what he, what he needs to do more to get into louisiana sports hall of fame but uh Man, I'm certainly glad he's going into the Mississippi one. But uh, he was a hell of a cover cornerback. And uh, he was a guy that I know people at LSU at the time were trying to recruit. It's just um, he had a similar situation to Justin Jefferson. Jefferson was able to get in 
got his grades right at the end, but uh, uh, man, Sertain, uh, you couldn't ask him to do anything more as a cover corner. And then take it on into the National Football League. Uh, he he was an outstanding football player. And, uh, you know, here's a guy who played all those seasons, multi-year All-Pro. He's got a son that's got more talent. Yes. <laughs> when you think about it, I think probably um, he's probably, when you consider the top three cornerbacks, he's it in the NFL today. And he was another guy that looked to be, uh, he was headed to LSU, and then at the end, Nick Saban uh, pried him away. And the last I heard, uh, Patrick was coaching at, a, I think it was at American High School out in Florida. We've had him on a few times. Uh, he may have moved on from there. He's the uh, Florida State defensive backs coach now. Backfield Mike. coach, yeah. And he, <clears throat> we had him on, he was coaching at American, and I'm not sure that school didn't produce like six or seven uh, D1 players wow. when he was there. Yeah, and so, um, heck of a player. Really, really great guy, uh, hell of a player. And, uh, again, he somehow gets missed over uh, by a younger generation that doesn't realize how good he was in high school. And then, uh, you know, certainly you can find out his career uh, at Southern Miss and with the Dolphins and with the Chiefs. But uh, I've I've given it a, a long try and a long debate. But uh, he he, uh, he got edged out uh, in Louisiana this year by uh, Wendell Davis and Matt Forte. I remember both. Uh, Wendell. Uh, Wendell still holds the record at LSU for most career receptions. Wow. Think of that. Wow. He, he, has, he still has the record. Um, and uh, he first two years, he didn't play. He was uh, sitting behind a guy by the name of Eric Martin. Yes. And then uh, he came in, and the guy threw him all those footballs. His mom and dad lives about a quarter of a mile from me today. Well, did back then, too. Tom Hudson, his his dad actually uh, coached me in junior high school. Really? Yeah, Tom Tom Hudson's dad, uh, Ray Hudson, actually coached me in high school. And so... Uh, well, he was a hell yeah, of a player at LSU man, in the late 80s. Man, Tommy and, and uh, Wendell were really terrific. And Forte... I think he had one scholarship offer. He went to an LSU camp, uh, but Nick Saban did not offer him. And so he ends up going to Tulane. Phenomenal player. And a great player with the Tulane Green Wave and then uh, with the Bears uh, as one of the top all-purpose running backs in the game. So, and uh, Eli, a guy by the name of Eli Manning, too, got in this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Eli. Yeah, but he got in, too, this year. Okay. Uh, he, he served his time that, you know, you, you got to have a certain amount of time out of the game. But, uh, yeah, uh, but both those guys, you, you see it in Mississippi, too, with you know, with people like Sertain and, and Jeff Harrod and, and Mangum, those guys, uh, you know, I'm glad the Halls 
you know, recognize them uh, for their efforts in, in what they do. And uh, I know in Louisiana, they have a beautiful one out in Natchitoches. It really is. It, it's ah. spent a lot of money, a lot of time in it, uh, in setting it up. And you just take a look at all those Hall of Famers, and you just sort of shake your head that, you know, two little states who, you know, sort of orbit one another and produced all that football talent. It, it's it's really shocking to see that. If you don't have a long knowledge of maybe sports to just walk in those halls and see it, it's really something to see. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh... No doubt about it. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This interview is brought to you by Sound and Communications. Mike D. weighing in on Patrick Sertain, among others. It's going to be a big weekend for the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Have you all already had y'all's uh, ceremony for this year for Eli Manning, Matt Forte, and Wendell Davis? or was it? No, it's, uh, it's this year. Okay. It's this coming week. It's oh, okay. this coming week. Uh, FACA, um Wendell's coming on with uh, with me tonight. Nice, uh, Wendell. Yeah, Wendell and, and Matt stayed in in uh, Chicago. Uh, both got picked by the Bears and, and both stayed in the Chicago area. Okay, uh, we had them on initially along with Eli um, when they were selected, and so uh, Wendell's coming on with me tonight in the five o'clock hour. I think he's five twenty or five thirty-five. But, uh, yeah, Wendell, Wendell's soft-spoken guy, uh, didn't say a lot. And, um, man, just one of the best route runners I've ever seen at LSU. And Forte, he's a big man runner uh, who could catch the ball so well coming out of the backfield. And certainly with Eli, man, walking in some big moccasins, yeah. uh, not only of your dad, but of your older brother. You know, and and ended up winning, you know, two Super Bowls uh, with the Giants. So, uh, yeah, it's a great ceremony. And, again, Natchitoches does a great, great job. It's the oldest city in Louisiana. uh, And, uh, uh, you know, they they really put on a show there. That and Christmas time. And, uh, you know, if you watch these Hallmark movies, they have have it featured. And um, it, it really is something to see, man. They, they light it up and it's a really nice time. But uh, during the summer, it's the ceremony. And uh, last year, uh, old buddy Tim Brando got in. Timmy B? Timmy B. Timmy's from that area. And so, uh, oh, man. 
he got in. He got in uh, last year. That guy cracks me up. Man, hey. Tim. Tim is something. Uh, <laughs> He's a big personality, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. When we come, when he comes on with us on WWL, you know, with the three of us, uh, uh, I, I, I just tap the brakes and, and let you know Brando and Aver go off. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't need to chime in too much because Theo you know, Tim will say, uh, uh, you know, you don't. Add, no, I don't need to add anything. You know, you add Tim, ask Tim a question, you go get a long answer. I yeah. guarantee you. Sure. It, and he's he's fantastic at it. And uh, sure. He started uh, really his rise in radio down here in New Orleans at WGSO. Okay. Yeah. Before he, he went he was, to ESPN in the 80s? Yeah, he, he was down here, and he had always hoped maybe that he would be uh, the guy at WWL. It didn't occur, and uh, he ended up uh, getting on with uh, with ESPN and CBS, and then he had his own talk show from uh, the Brando Village. Sporting News? Radio. Yeah. Mike D., so, you'll appreciate this. 2003, I started Sports Talk Radio, AM 5000 Watt. Now we're ESPN 50,000 Watt, thank goodness. But we were Sporting News Radio, and Tim Brando was our late morning show at that time, Mike D., out of the Chateau. Yeah, yeah. Um, out of the village, as I would always say it, <laughs> you know, it's from his house, but, uh, but the studio looked pretty nice. Uh, and yeah. And so Tim, man, we've become friends for so long now and to see that he is still surviving, you know, in this business, which for the most part has, has turned into a youthful situation. <laughs> and neither one of us are young because you know, he'll always tell me, how can you retire from one business and now you're on the biggest radio station east of the Rocky Mountains? Uh, I told him it's a semi-retirement, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, so we we get along great, and we know he's a little – he's a tad older than I am, but uh, – you know, for him still to be doing college football the way he he does, yeah. he does a fantastic job. You know, he's you know, and he's opinionated. Yes, and he you is. You don't have to agree with it, but you know, my thing about it is this is something Buddy Diliberto told me years and years ago. He said, "Don't ever be afraid to be wrong." Yes. He said because you know. We're entering an age where a lot of people don't say anything because they don't want to be wrong. They're teleprompter readers. They might look nice on the air and everything else, but they don't say anything. It's like eating a handkerchief. And, you know, one thing with Tim, with Buddy, uh, Bobby and I, you know, we're not afraid to be wrong. And, you know, because you're going to be wrong in this business. Heck, yeah. That's, that, that's just the way the business is. Now, you've got some callers and texters. They're never wrong. You know, I, never. I understand. Never. Uh, yeah, but, we, but you get that, okay? And they live in a miserable life because, man, if they're never wrong, I would have them in the stock market business <laughs> uh, buying stock every day and, and see how good they are on that deal. Uh, which I do also. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, but Tim's done a great job, fantastic job uh, of 
having a career and having it extended out because that's rare in this world. We see a lot of flame outs. We really do. Yeah. Well, and and it's funny you say that. Mike Dettelier, uh, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, sharing great stories like Mike D. can on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. 2004, Mike. I'm uh, six, seven months into radio. And Mississippi State's basketball team is ranked in the top ten in the country with Lawrence Roberts and Rick Stansberry and da-da-da-da. And Tim Brando is at the Cotton District Grill when it was in the Cotton District. And he's calling the game that night, so he has to do his sporting news show uh, from the grill. And I'd gotten in touch with him through sporting news, and I go by there, and he told me exactly what you just said. He said, if you're in this business to be liked, you need to get out, have a strong opinion, or do something else. As we were sitting there having a beverage, and I'll never forget that as long as I live, Mike D. Yeah, it's, it's something that you learn throughout the years. And, um, you know, when I get asked to talk at, you know, universities, if it's about uh, academics and it's about journalism, which I don't know why I didn't go to journalism school, but whatever, that's a story for another day, um, that it's something I try to get across. And today I find the people that really have a backbone in it is is more on the women's side than men. I'm not kidding you. Uh, some of the women I work with are really good, and they they got strong opinions, and they don't bite their tongue to tell you. And I, I do think we are in that changing world where we're seeing the best and the brightest, and I'm talking about a another generation. Of, of youth and so many talented women reporters today. That's the biggest change I've seen in the last 20, 25 years. Less, less male uh, entering the world of uh, journalism and of sports talk and much more female and some very talented females. They really, they really study their craft and do a fantastic job uh, in in their work. So, uh, you know, and we've been blessed here in New Orleans. We we've had a, a number of them that have went on to uh, uh, to big heights. Uh, my my friend Jen Hale. Uh, I remember when Jen came here, uh, she was doing news in somewhere in Alabama. I'm not sure if it's Mobile or Birmingham. Uh, she's a, uh, you know, and they hired her to do the morning news for Fox. And she's went on to go from there to become sideline reporter uh, for Fox Sports. That's she awesome. Does the Pelicans uh, sideline games. And now she's the, I guess you want to call it a moderator for Undisputed. I told her, I, I've been through that job already. <laughs> You know, with you Bobby Abear. Yeah, uh, no, you got a strong personality. You try to calm everybody down, and you're the timekeeper. So I get it. You know, well, when she starts telling me certain things, I was wait, 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 wait. Tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. I've been there, done that. But uh, Jen's tremendous. I mean, she does a fantastic job, 
And um, Christina Pink, who's on NFL uh, games. She started here, Mike. I had her in studio in 2007, University of Florida grad. And we still communicate, and you are, she's super talented. She comes into the studio and does an interview for the first time at 23 years old. She's with Fox. And I go, you're going to be a star. And she went, you think so? And boom, like you said, you see her every Sunday on the sidelines for Fox well, NFL Sunday. she there to come here in New Orleans at ABC 26 with uh, uh, the longtime sports uh, anchor, Ed Daniels. Okay. She's the number two person here. And in a genius move by the people running uh, ABC in New Orleans, they let her go. Uh, and superstar. She got, and she got on to be uh, the sideline reporter for the L.A. Dodgers. Yes. And from there, bang. Um, you know, sometimes things in this world happen for different reasons. And uh, was able to uh, really kind of tag that along. So there's a lot of young talent uh, in the Mississippi, Louisiana area, especially women-wise, that uh, you either see or hear. Uh, Maybe not as much radio, but I think there is some gathering of that, too. But, man, uh, we're fortunate to see them uh, as they start and as they continue their career. Um, now I always will tease one of them about, you know, Hey, when you get to be my age, uh, it ain't going to work. And they, they were like, don't, don't tell me that, <laughs> but, but you know, again, Mike D you, thank you, you so much and, uh, have a great week. We appreciate it. Great stories from Mike Dettelier on the farm bureau insurance guest line. I mean, we can go anywhere with him and he included Wendell Davis and Matt Forte and Eli Manning into the conversation. We're live in the bank plus studio. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.